everyone and welcome back to another episode of Hoop Talk. Today we got a banger episode for you guys. We we're talking about <laughs> today we're gonna to talk about the best offseason moves or in our opinion, what was the best offseason move, also the worst offseason move, and then we're gonna talk about the best second year players going to next year. And if we have time we'll talk about some other stuff. But first, let's get to the important stuff. We'll talk about the off season. We'll just give our opinions. We'll share our opinions on what was the best off season move. Uh, we'll we'll go with that first, and then we'll do the worst off season move next. But um, you want to go first, or uh, should I go first? Oh, you go first. You go first. All right. So this might be uh, a little controversial, but I believe the best off season move this off season was the Mavericks trading for Christian Wood. No. All right, you know, you know, say your piece, say your piece. Okay. So the Mavericks, every year, or before last year, they were getting it bounced out the first round by the Clippers. Last year, they had a good run, made it to the Western Conference Finals, but they were missing something, you know? And what were, yeah. what was, what were they missing? A competent big man. Now I know they got Dwight Powell, they got Boban, Maxi Kleba, Maxi Kleba, but are those really the bigs that you want for a championship team? I don't think so. Even though um, some may make the case that Christian Wood isn't really classified as a big, he's more of a a, a smaller big. But <laughs> uh, Christian Wood <laughs> is a very skilled power forward. Maybe lacks a little bit defensively, but right now all all the Mavericks need is offense, and they need someone to pair up with Luca. Uh, that's just not that that's not just another guard in like Spencer Dinwiddie or before they had Jalen Brunson. He needs someone to pair up with him that can help him on pick and rolls, and um, that can really just help get the offense moving. He doesn't really need another guard on the team, and um, they only have to give up. Uh, a first round pick, uh, Trey Burke, Boban, Marquise Chris, all of those are they didn't did, didn't play a lot of minutes. Or, a lot of them didn't play a single minute in the playoffs last year. Um, also, Sterling Brown, I forgot to mention him. So they didn't really have to give up much for this as well. So yeah, this was the best move of the offseason. I see what you're saying, Ennis. I see there's there's going to be a lot of offensive positives here. Pick and pick and pop big can space the floor out for Luca's driving drives and kicks. There's a lot that Jason Kidd can cook up offensively with him. Um, I think most of the questions for me are off-the-court stuff. I don't know if it was him. and it, it, There was a thing last year with him and Kevin Porter Jr. Where, like, I don't, I can't remember which one of them. But, like, one of them straight up, like, left the game. And, like, they didn't want to come back. Do you remember that? Mm, I do not recall. I, I don't recall that. I must be going crazy. Maybe, but just, anyway. maybe you just made that up, bro. Maybe I just maybe I should say maybe I'm just a Christian Wood hater straight from the start. Hold on, I gotta find this. Hold on, Kevin. Yeah, now no, stick with gotta... me here. Stay. Okay. Leaves game. Oh, bro, huh? I wasn't. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Okay. Look at this. I mean, it was just Kevin Porter Jr. Right? It wasn't like Christian Wood had nothing to do with it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I just wanted to point yeah. out that Kevin Porter Jr. left the game. Um. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I've okay, I've, I've okay, heard bro. I've heard some things here and there. You know. At the water cooler oh, type come things, on. you know. Stop it, bro. Stop okay, it. okay, okay, There's okay. Be no you know, off you know, season. 
you know no what? off the court drama, man. They're gonna get along just fine. All right. You be... know what? Here's my real issue. He doesn't know how to play defense, like at all. Like not even a little bit. <laughs> it's not even like a like he has the physical tools tools for it. Um, it's more of just like I'm not gonna slide my feet. Like if this dude's driving left, and I'm right there, I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a kind of swipe at the ball. I'm kind of gonna swipe at it, but I'm not really gonna go after it. If there's a guy driving, I'm not gonna come over from the weak side. Like that type of thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's very much like mm. a laziness thing. And this can this can all be like corrected really easily, especially in Jason Kidd's system. This last year we didn't think of Luca as a plus defender. We didn't think of a lot of those guys on on the team as plus defenders, but they they became a very plus defense team. I think they were top five by the end of the season, and we all remember how bad it was against the Phoenix Suns. Uh, <laughs> like, um, they, they, my bad. Anytime I think about that, I just start my bad. Um, no, like this is a good defensive team, um, and you do lose a lot of secondary creation offense with Jalen Brunson gone. Like, whoever your guy is going to be when Luka's not on the floor, that's kind of up in the air. Spencer Dinwiddie is probably the closest thing to it. But even that is very up and down. There are days where Spencer Dinwiddie looks like he could be an all-star, and there are days which looks like he should still not be in the league. So it's very back and forth with Spencer Dinwiddie. Okay, I'm exaggerating here for the sake of entertainment here, S. all right? I'm just trying to provide for the people is all. Just give them a sense. There's not a lot. We can't, we can't do visuals, not just yet. It's it's on the way, y'all. Um, hey, we can't hey, do. It. <laughs> it's on the way. It's on the way. It's on the way. So I'm just trying to provide a clearer picture for the people here. Is all I'm trying to do. But what's it called? I can see Christian Wood becoming a, a solid defender, or at least a passable defender, especially with dudes like Dorian Finney-Smith on the team that can help kind of like negate those those negatives that Christian Wood has on defense. But yeah, offensively, it's totally gonna work. Um, he kind of he kind of does the same thing Maxi Kleba does. Where he's this stretch big, um, so if they ever play the Timberwolves, we know they're both they're going to be solid. Poor Rudy Gobert is just going to be sitting in the paint the whole time. <laughs> but yeah, I, you know what? I don't think it was the best move of the off season, um, but especially for the price that they got him. Mean, I think they got it. I think it was like for a second rounder. Or, was it a first rounder? Or a yeah, second I rounder? said it was a first rounder. Twenty six. Okay, pick. yeah. Oh, twenty six. Okay, and yeah. A bunch of scrubs. Like, that's what. Yeah, that's why I was saying like that really adds to. Yeah, for value, uh, it was a really good... Yeah. yeah, and obviously he didn't fit the timeline in Houston. Um, he wasn't going to be there long-term. He initially went there to go play with James Harden, uh, but that didn't really work out because James Harden said, nah, I'm out of there. And then a year later, James Harden said, <laughs> nah, nah, I'm, I'm out of there again. <laughs> nah, he's got to have the craziest metabolism out of any person I've ever seen. Remember, bro, remember when it was all happening? Like, he looked crazy out of shape at the beginning of the season. And yeah. then as soon as he got traded, he literally, he dropped, like, 40 pounds. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, no, like, bro, that one picture of him in the in the layup line in the Rockets. Uh, oh, yeah, in the, in the blue, oh, in the blue warm-up uniform. It's yeah. crazy. Oh, my God. Like, and then he, got, he gets to the Nets, and he's all, he's fine. Yeah, he's built like Boris Dio in that suit. pick, bro. It was a There's fast no suit, way, bro. He's wearing you a bunch of padding You can't have the fast suit under the... Under the warm-ups is crazy. You know how much effort yeah, that yeah. takes? Like, the trainer's got to help him crazy. into that. I mean, bro, Imagine hey, speaking of James Harden, though, like, I, I kind of, I've been, like, his his past, or what he's been doing, like, what he's been saying the past few months, like, it really, you know, it made me respect him a little more. With the pay um, cut and all that? Yeah, like, the pay cut, like, him saying now, he like, he wants to win. I feel like his mindset's really changed, like, this offseason. Is and, his hamstring and really what he said, um, 
What? Has his hamstring really changed, or, or is that okay? <laughs> All right, man. And and there's no. A I see what you, I see what um, you're saying, though. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a clip of uh, Scotty Barnes playing against him in uh, in like some runs, and he was like oh, yeah, walking him up. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was well, pressing him like full court, and then old Harden would have been pissed off and and uh, walked out the gym requesting a trade to another team. But new Harden, <laughs> he would have asked. He would have asked to switch courts. He said, "This yeah. thing for me." <laughs> new Harden praised uh, his defense, and he said, "Like he told everyone else, why aren't why is why isn't everyone else pressing me full court? Like why is Scotty the only one doing this? You know." I mean, you know, low I feel key, like his low mindset's key. really changed. He's kind of Scott, like he wants to win. Loki, Scotty be hand checking, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's that's besides the point. Bro, though, like Scotty Barnes, like being like he got a YouTube channel now. He's posting on there. You see like, his vlogs. Twitch streams? Yeah, yeah, and and his Twitch stream too. Like he's been all over. I saw he's been on the he's been all over the place. I saw him at the Rico Hines runs. I saw him like playing with yeah, Jalen Green and, and in Vegas. Um, yeah, in the summer league. He's been all like, over he's the place. Watching bro. the summer league, yeah. Yeah. All right, bro. I'm trying to hear like what your best offseason move was, though. Okay, listen. I I, I know it, it's kind of a cop out. Like, okay, listen. I can either go with like a real cop out pick because everybody kind of agrees that it's a good a good yeah. idea, or I could go with one that like may lead to some some volatility, but also some great highlight <laughs> reels. So like, I'm I'm very I'm very conflicted here. I don't know which one to pick. I think for the sake of the pod, for the sake of the people. Okay. I think I gotta go with the Dejounte Murray trade. Mm. I think it's, mm. I think it provides kind of everything the Hawks needed. It's not like the Rudy Gobert trade where it was just kind of unnecessary. Um, but <laughs> um, it wasn't like the Rudy Gobert trade. It was like they needed another guy that could handle the ball. Kevin Herter um is gone now. That's unfortunate. Uh, uh that Ginger is Ma- unfortunate. Yeah. And Jock He's Lawndale. A, Jock Lawndale. That's a hooper right there. He got he got traded right after the, right after he got yeah. sent for cash um, consideration, bro. That's crazy, bro. They really how, traded how, him for how a bad printer. would you feel? How bad would you feel if you got traded for cash considerations? Like not even not even like a second second round draft pick. You got traded for cash considerations. Yeah, like, that's... I would I would be mad after. Listen, that, listen, oh. listen. I'd be mad, but I'd be like, okay, I'm going to be a Hall of Famer now. <laughs> what? Like, listen, listen. If somebody treated me for cash, for cash considerations, I would work so hard. Like, if I was Jock Londale, I would never leave the gym. Ever. I would simply just become LeBron James after I got traded for cash <laughs> considerations. Like, that's the only way I can see. Like, either I'm done. Like, I quit basketball. Like, you're only ever going to see me at 24, like, every yeah. three months. Or I become LeBron there's James. I think those are his only two options. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's no the middle ground here. Yeah, like, cash considerations. I like how we don't even know. Like, it could have been, like, 80 bucks. Like, <laughs> or, the, or like, it may have just been, like, lunch for, like, everybody on staff that day. Like, we don't even know how much it was. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a... Oh, then the Nuggets I, I, got... I, if I was... Jo- Loki, we should get... Jo- they did? Bro, I... <laughs> That's a... <laughs> Ish got traded to the Nuggets. That's imagine Ishmael in a Nuggets jersey. <laughs> <laughs> imagine Ishmael playing with Jokic, bro. Jokic would lose his mind. <laughs> Ishmael just bro, taking yeah. long twos for like forty-eight minutes a game. Oh my god! Step back threes. 
That'd be uh, crazy, yeah, bro. bro. You were saying? You were saying? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, this gives Trey the opportunity to just not run five hundred pick and rolls a game. Um, like, and also I think one thing that is like regressed in past years um, was Dejounte. Um, I think everybody knows this when you take on more of an offensive load. It's just harder to play two sides of the ball. Like, it's hard to play defense. Like, like ninety ninety percent of defense is effort. So like when you're putting mm. when you're the primary ball handler um, for that Spurs team that had really no they didn't have a ton of weapons um, on that Spurs team. So he was doing most of the heavy lifting. Um, that obviously takes away from your ability to play defense. So with Trey there, um, and I don't know what's going on with John Collins. Like, is this dude going to get traded? I have no clue. They Every offered, single week, I'd be like, they offered him for KD, right? Yeah, they offered him and someone else for KD and like a first round, a couple. Bro, of first if, round picks. if if I was Atlanta, I'm trading all my pick to the next 25 years for KD. If I could win a ring right now, like, I mean, really though? Listen, listen, this is this is a crazy plan here. Like, trade you I, trade you got to trade everyone except for Trey and Dejounte, and like five first round picks. Yeah, I do it. <laughs> I do it. I mean, but listen, 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 bro. Think about like the yeah. Think about how many like how many like you know you know those like the Instagram like pure Hooper moments like how how many like the KD and Trey Young like combination like would be it'd be crazy. Yeah, it would. It'd just That's be true. like like imagine how many pull ups are gonna happen, bro. Not like the diapers mm. the babies were. I mean like pull up jumpers. Um, <laughs> that was a stupid joke. <laughs> nah, but I mean like okay. Oh. I, I understand some teams not wanting to go all in. Like, if I was the Raptors, I'm not trading for KD. If I was the Celtics, actually, maybe if I was the Celtics, I would trade for KD. Mm. But I think, mm. I, don't, I just don't think Atlanta has the assets, though. No matter how many first-round picks they give up. John Collins isn't good enough to justify, like, as the main piece of a KD trade. Yeah. If it was, like, um, Miles Bridges, obviously, I don't know if he's ever going to play basketball again. Hey, um, yo, yeah. No, well, listen, like, if it was, like, Miles Bridges... Then I could see it, but it's John Collins. So, yeah. oh, or DeAndre um, Hunter's also, on the team too. I forgot about that. Oh okay, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. hey, hey! They should, bro. They should. Bro, they John they should Collins, trade DeAndre Hunter, Clint Capella. Actually, uh, no, I wouldn't trade Clint. I would trade Onyeka Okwangbo. Oh yeah, Lamelo's teammate from Chino Hills. He's got crazy yeah. potential. Yeah, he's wait, good. Hold that, up. that would suck. But you need a center, so like Capella's fine to keep. Yeah, or and like sign Marcus for something. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Hey, hey. Who's the Atlanta GM? On God, I knew what his name was yesterday. Atlanta Hawks. Hawks GM. <laughs> Landry Fields. Landry, I need you to get on top of it, okay? Trade for Kevin Durant. Come on, Landry. Do it. You want to bring a chip? Nah, He's only they, 30. They already offered him. They already I know, offered I, know him trade, I know, bro. I know, I know. But listen, bro. Listen. Whoa, he was an NBA player? Was, he was on the all-rookie team, bro. This guy was good. What? This guy was a hooper. <laughs> He's only 34? Landry, you're a cool guy, bro. You're 34 and you're an NBA. <laughs> bro, shout out to Landry Fields. We'll get you on the pod. I mean, we'll try our best. Um... <laughs> bro, the Hawks The Hawks offered um, John Collins, DeAndre Hunter, and a, a single draft pick for King. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> Why are they low? Bro? Oh, my God. Low balling an NBA team is hey. crazy. And like, and lemon lemon pepper wings, bro. Lemon pepper wings, too. They had oh them. yeah, bro. Oh, they, they sent lemon pepper Lou. Oh, yeah. Oh my goodness, <laughs> bro. How could you lowball the straight up NBA team? It's not a StockX offer. Like you can't just. <laughs> <laughs> like it's Kevin uh, Durant, right. dog. 
Like for real. That's crazy. Landry, what is up with that? Like one first round pick? Landry, come on now. You're better than that. Come on now, Landry. <laughs> hey, but also for the for the Deon uh, DeJounte Murray trade, the Hawks got a good piece in DeJounte Murray, like you were saying. But the Spurs also I think for their um the stage that they're in right now, they got a good return as well. So they got three first round picks, a twenty twenty six pick swap, Danilo Gallinari, who better uh, oh, no, he uh, got he got bought out piece for the Spurs. He got bu- uh he oh. got bought out and is now on the Celtics. Oh shoot. I totally forgot about that. Bro, I remember seeing yeah. that. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. yeah, um so regardless though, like that that wasn't really a big piece. I am talking about the three first round picks. And DeJounte, he wasn't really gonna do anything in San Antonio, so just letting letting him go to a place where they can actually where he can actually contend um for something big. That's you know, that's it's very nice of the Spurs. Am I right? Yeah, very I nice mean I don't know. <laughs> he said do you DeJounte DeJounte is okay be I mean like ever since he got out of San Antonio, he's like he's been acting crazy. But dude, we got yeah, we got to talk about what he's been doing, man. Do you, you want to, you want so to quickly first, talk about this? Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's talk about. It. So first, what what's the first thing he does? He he pulls out the pro am, and he bounces the ball on someone's head about three times in a row. Three times in a row, and you know who this man was? Yeah, no one knows who he was. Oh wait! Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. My bad. My bad. My bad. He was a a Walmart Walmart employee. He just got off of work. That's uh, crazy. Walmart employee is crazy. I'm just gonna what? Walmart employee is crazy, (laughs) NSC. He just got off of work. He's like, all right, like I'm I'm gonna get some work in. Like I'm gonna play at the prime. Oh, Dejounte's here. Oh, that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, I get the garden. Man, that's crazy, man. Like I can't believe I'm guarding an NBA player. And then the ball gets bounced off his head three times. He gets a grade A concussion out for the <laughs> next six months. Yes, CTE. Um, Dejounte sees this and just laughs. He just laughs at him. That's the first thing. And then he has this beef, and I, I'm putting beef in quotes right now because, like, was it really beef or was it just to get attention? Because at the at the second game, they're they're uh, they met at. They basically like. We're all smiling and laughing with each other. But where was that online? Where was that positivity online? I don't know. So I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure if the beef was actually real there. But um, yeah, he was just going at it with Paolo. He was uh, trash talking. Did that one move where he faked a pass, made him look off the backboard, dunk like. Okay. And then after okay, okay, he was I... talking a lot, like yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to quickly clarify something. Yeah. So, during during pickup, especially like especially pro am runs, like if you get cut off, like this is kind of what happened. So Dezonte was going right, and Paolo cut him off completely, sent him right into the help, and he picked the ball up like, and then he like he like he went over for the ball fake. He like ripped over, and then he kind of realized he was stuck, and then, like Paolo kind of stopped playing defense, and then he lobbed it off the backboard. I mean, I'm not saying like. I'm not saying that, like, Paolo, like, locked him, but, like, at least for the possession that he was supposed to in, like, a pro-am run, he kind of clamped him, but then he made a highlight reel out of it. Mm. 
you see what I'm saying? Like, like if we were in a game situation, you could not do this. Is all I'm just trying to point yeah. out. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it and, went hard though. It went hard. It went I mean, hard. I re- I really respect like Paolo for handling that situation the way he did because Dejounte was getting his face the whole game, uh, like clapping in his face, trying to body him, pushing him around, and he just had like Paolo just had a straight face the whole game. Did conducted business like usual, but he looked like he was on a business trip. He just had, he could have had shades on right there. He was <laughs> relaxed. His his yeah he he like he was super calm, calm under pressure. Like that's that's good, that's a good sign. I like that from him. And he and he played well that game too. Yeah, they did make up though. Um, um at the LeBron game. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, well, they're both from Seattle. Like, they're both from the area. Um, yeah. And, I mean, DeJounte, DeJounte sent, like, a super cryptic, like, Instagram message. He was like, when he was picking up, when he was rebounded for me and he was picking balls up off the street, I was there for you. And now you're trying to act like you're the number one pick. Yeah. I'm just like, I, I don't, like, nobody else brought up that he was the number one pick. I think DeJounte kind of just got a bit heated over that. Like, nobody else brought it up. Wait, why? Like, <laughs> Why'd you send me the Motor City Cruise open? Oh track? yeah, bro. I was gonna talk about. The... Okay, listen, bro, listen. No way. Listen, I think in like a year we should see if what's it called? Like, if if the podcast like blows up, we should low key go try out for a G League team. Dude, like as like for 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 content that, that bro, that'd be so funny. Like then they have these. Only, I think like I feel like a you lot go. of I feel like so many YouTubers would just like make a video out of this. But I, I don't know, think bro. anyone. I mean, any anyone like it can't. It can't be open for everyone, right? It's or a two fifty entrance fee. Yeah, yeah. It probably is, so that that's why they put it on there. Yeah, two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. I mean, well, we can try two hundred fifty dollars, but like the video blows up. Exactly. You know, like, exactly. And that imagine two two teenagers uh trying out for the for a G League team. I, I would love <laughs> to make a team though, like for real. No, nah, bro. I'd actually, I'd actually be in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, I would the, the, be in the NBA the, the, like right now. If, if I, I I'm have, actually, in, I just gotta like focus on school. You know, like I don't want to try to be like that. Yeah, as soon as I'm done, I'm in the All Star game. Yeah, like consecutively, like eight straight years, Hall of Famer. Yeah, on oh, God. <laughs> all right, we just have to clarify for uh for the for the people as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, well, well, let's talk a little bit more about the the, the basketball side of um DeJounte Murray so Atlanta last year was bad at defense can we all agree on this consensus let's take yeah. a poll yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah. poll finish 100 percent. okay <laughs> I do have a couple questions though as DeJounte is not as great of a forward spacer in the in the backcourt as Kevin Herter was Kevin Herter was a sniper and DeJounte shoots about 32%. The, a lot, though. A lot of his volume, I think it's around, like, 30-something percent of his volume comes on pull-up threes, like, in transition or in the pick-and-roll, like, self-created shots. And he'll get a lot more, like, a lot more Trey Young-created shots in this offense. So I kind of brought that up for no reason. I just wanted to point out the fact that I know ball. Um, so, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. This, this was a good move. This is my favorite move of the offseason. Also, just giving Trey Young somebody to play with, dog. Ennis, imagine taking like 50, like 50 to 60 pick and roll reps a game. Yeah. And that was like, that was your whole Must offense. Yeah. Like, personally, personally, if I was Trey Young, I'd just take a pull up three from the logo every possession. Um, and I'd make it every <laughs> time because that's just how I'm built. But, <laughs> I mean, I mean, not everybody's built like me. 
So, <laughs> I'm just built like me. Facts, facts. Anas would rebound for me, though. He'd rebound. Eh, I don't know. Well, you don't play defense, so. Bro, I am a lockdown defender. I don't know what you're saying. I play like Alex Caruso. <laughs> and Kyle Anderson combined. Kyle, and- Kyle, Kyle Anderson's a Anderson- good defender. If Kyle Anderson and Alex Caruso had a baby, that would be me. That's, that's You know what? That doesn't actually look too far off. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> you just start saying that more. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that's so wild. What? <laughs> that's funny. If Kyle Anderson and Alex Caruso had a baby, oh my goodness. <laughs> that was that was good though. Uh, good let's... basketball move. Good basketball. What's what? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Landry. Good job, Landry. Landry. Way to way to commit to the future. Good, Good job, Landry. Uh, okay, let's talk about the worst offseason move now. Oh, worst offseason. You ready for this? Oh, this is so... Yeah, okay, I'm ready. You go, 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 go. Okay, okay. Uh, actually, you go first. I, I don't really got mine yet. <laughs> okay, got you for sure. All right, look yours up while I do mine. Okay. Okay. End this. I don't know. I don't actually remember what I said about this, or if even the episode ever came out about the Rudy Gobert trade. Did it? Oh, yeah, no? yeah, yeah. I had to cut that part, right, because yeah, my, yeah. my part didn't record. Yeah, yeah uh, listen, so we've had some technical issues over the past couple of weeks. But we've just been sorting it out. And listen, we would not give you the podcast if it wasn't the best. So if yeah. if you ever see an episode not come out for six years, that's because we're just working on the best episode ever. <laughs> that's that's really what it is. Um, so I know, we know y'all are committed, so you'll stay for those six years. Okay, is this a cop-out if I say, like, it's somebody retaining a player? Uh, No. No, no, no. That still counts. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have two then. I'm gonna have two. Okay. Okay. The retention of Russell Westbrook is. Bro, what? Bro, they listen. The Lakers don't have a choice though. Listen, they did though. Remember the report? What's it called? That they weren't. They didn't want to give up the two first round picks like two months uh, ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like okay. We so, had... so your worst move is not making a move. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Okay. Like you, sh- we should have listen. I, I'm not a Russell Westbrook lover. I'm not a Russell Westbrook hater. I just I uh, we all know like, okay. I'm I'm kind of a hater. Only what, I'm a hater of everybody that plays for the LA Lakers. I'm just a toxic fan, bro. Nah, but like, okay. This situation like it just it's getting worse day by day. Like obviously LeBron is clearly trying to trade for Kyrie, and that becomes extremely awkward when Russell Westbrook is still in the building. It's like the situation continuously gets worse. Frank Vogel's benching him in the middle of games in like February. It's like in that I remember it was that Pacers game, and like we thought Frank Vogel was gonna get fired the next day. Like it was horrible. Oh my god, bro, I'm getting PTSD. Um, yeah, I mean, hey, like but one thing, one thing that encourages me is uh, Darvin Ham. I like Darvin Ham. I think he, I think he'll put Russ in his place. I mean, okay, listen, I like Darvin Ham too. Everything I've heard about him is that he's a good coach. I just like, as the guy who kind of drew up plays from Milwaukee last season, and when all of Milwaukee's plays kind of consist of, hey, yo, Giannis, run at the hoop. If there's three guys at the hoop, then kick it out. And then during crunch time, we're going to run a bunch of pick and rolls. It's it's a bit concerning, but, I mean, you never know. Like, they made, with the personnel they had, that was probably the best offense they could run. Um, so I have to give Darvin Ham a shot. We we got to not be negative about this. We got to be positive approaching next season, especially since it does not look like Kyrie is coming to LA and Russell Westbrook is going to be staying at least for the next year. A trade does not yeah. look to be happening anytime soon. 
Um, and this isn't even like just a strictly basketball thing. Like I think it's a it's a people thing. Like it's just not working. Like it just didn't mesh. Like after two months, LeBron was like, "I'm done. Like get me out of here." So yeah. So like, wait, my question is if if LeBron obviously he's 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 a little fed up with Westbrook. He's not gonna outright say that, but I mean, they're both kind of not really on great terms. They don't really they didn't talk to each other at all at the summer league when they're both sitting there. Why didn't Le- why did LeBron sign? And well, just for sorry, my bad. Okay, just for context, yeah. we're reading into a lot here. Like, not a, not a ton of this is confirmed. We're a lot of this is speculative. It's just like from every report that's come out from Shams or Woj or like, I don't know who's another reporter. Chris Haynes, like, um, it's just it doesn't seem to be a positive, like, relationship at hand here. All right, it's my bad. You go. Yeah, I mean, I was saying like, why would LeBron sign an extension? But I feel like he's, he's he's kind of done with like jumping teams. This is basically his last team before Bronny gets into the league. So with LeBron, oh, we didn't even talk about LeBron signing an extension. But basically. For those who don't know, LeBron signed a two-year, $97 million extension. And, yeah, like, it looks like Westbrook's going to stay on the team. AD, I have high hopes for AD, man. Like, I think he's going to do good this season. I think he's going to come back. I don't know, man. I don't I don't like injury-prone dudes, man. I just don't. It's just like, <laughs> I just like, it's, it's, hey, he's, he's it's been like this. He's had a huge offseason. Bro, he's huge offseason eating seafood boils. I just, I don't know what to, un, until I see the finished product, there's not much to say. He might be really bad. Like, and he wasn't really bad last year. It's just like, it was an effort thing. He seems to have forgotten how to shoot threes. That bubble thing was kind of an anomaly in terms of like the volume and how ridiculously good he was, like shooting threes. Like, it seems to be a bit of an anomaly, even though, because even in New Orleans, he was shooting around, like his best years were shooting around. 31 to 32 percent and even that's a passable number where somebody will respect to pick and pop like just enough for because the spacing on the team is going to be so bad oh my lord like we got what's our we got Braun, we got russ we got ad we have one okay shooter in there and Braun is very hot and cold who would be our starting point guard wait i just forgot everybody on the roster who's on the team oh wait russ is our starting point guard my bad okay <laughs> um <laughs> Braun at the three ad at the four either damian jones or thomas bryan at center and at two we're going to be rotating in stanley johnson troy brown jr that's it i guess yeah none of these guys Dude, are like I, super like, plus shooters jesus christ bro this team's so bad i can't believe this is our roster right now like i i i mean i can't even because i've always thought about this roster just oh you know we're we're gonna pick up more players we're gonna trade for other people but right now, like the way it looks right now, it looks like this is probably going to be our main roster, minus like some other scrubs we, we're probably going to sign before the season actually starts. But this is just sad, man. It's just sad. Listen, okay. This is sad you know for what? the let's, LA let's, organization. Let's, let's, okay. It's just sad, bro. This this let's move this on. roster let's... is not making the play. The, not making the play. Let's let's move more. on from the Lakers talk. Puts us all in a bad mood. Puts the country in a bad mood. Puts the people in a bad mood. So let's talk a little bit about my other worst offseason move. Total yeah, cop yeah, out yeah. that I'm and choosing two here. Okay. Um, you may have the same one. 
the Rudy okay. Gobert trade. Mm. Four first round picks is hold on. I found a word for this today during class. And let me tell you, I was I was so bored during class, dog. Yeah, let me hear okay. the, let's hear the new word. Okay, here it is. Here it is. This this trade was odious. 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 Oh, do you know Do you know what odious means, NS? What? I do not know what that means. Odious means extremely unpleasant or repulsive. Hmm. Yeah. Four first round picks is odious. Yeah. Okay. okay. And okay. NS, I, I just want to show my new vocabulary with the rest. Uh, I mean, some other yeah, words no, I can you. use here. My bad. Are contemptible, abhorrent, reprehensible, detestable. <laughs> um, I wrote all these down, by the way. Um, heinous, wicked. <laughs> yeah, those those are all the good ones. Those are all the good ones. Damn. Um, I was thinking, yeah, just <sighs> listen, bro. Y'all didn't need Rudy Gobert. Y'all just need to <laughs> learn. Y'all just need to teach Carl Anthony Towns how to slide his feet and block shots. That's oh, all yeah. y'all need. My bad for yelling. My bad for yelling. Okay, listen, y'all. Like y'all need to get him in the gym with Hakeem. Or Ben Wallace, or Kevin McHale, or Bill Lambeer, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> with with Timmy, with uh, I could go on, or like bro, just sit him down and wa- have him watch some some 2018 um, Anthony Davis film. Like it can't be that hard. Like mm. I'm telling you, cat. Like listen, listen, cat. I know you'd be getting mad on your Call of Duty streams and all that, but listen, you would be, no joke, you would be an eight-time, like, all-star if you just learned how to play defense. Like, he just doesn't want to. Like, he wants to play power forward. Like, it's not your position, dog. You're 6'10". Like, I'm going to do the thing that, like, the basketball coaches did, like, to me when I was, like, eight years old, where, like, you're only allowed (laughs) to play center. Like, yeah, Cat, go play center. Like, you've been doing it all your life. Like, this is not an excuse anymore. And, like, Rudy Gobert is faced now with the same problem that he was faced with in Utah, NS. Jaden McDaniels is the only capable perimeter defender on the team. Pat Bev is out. Pat Bev is gone. He's in Utah now. Is is D'Angelo Russell really going to stop LeBron James from getting to the rim? I don't think so. I don't think he is. Is Anthony Edwards? With all due respect, Anthony Edwards is a hooper. But Anthony Edwards is not there defensively. Not yet in his career. It's an effort thing. Like I said, 90% of defense is effort. Is he really going to stop Giannis from going to the rim? Like, he's not. And, like, it's not like Embiid, Luka. Like, we could go on here about all these capable big creators that are going to drive and kick and hit threes every single time. You will get exposed again in the playoffs. You might win a lot. You Actually, you know what? It's not you might. You will win a lot of regular season games. And we're all going to be really excited in January. We're going to be like, oh my god, look at these two. It's a revolutionary duo. Bleacher Report's going to be posting highlights left and right. <laughs> it's, going to be, it's going to be crazy. And then June's going to come around. Not June. What's the May? May's going to come around. And guess what's going to happen? Y'all going to be out in the second round. Unless Ant makes like a historic jump. Like a Michael Jordan-esque jump. There's no way this team is going anywhere. D'Angelo Russell's bad. I'm a D'Angelo Russell hater. 
I'm not a hater of too many NBA players, but I'm a D'Angelo Russell hater through and through. <laughs> like, I just do not believe in his ability to be like a capable NBA player. I just don't. He banks too many threes is one thing. I've seen it happen a lot. I watched a lot of Minnesota games last year because I like watching Ant play. He banks too many threes. That's really just like, I don't like when people bank threes. That's just like a, a gripe that I have. Um, that's another big word. Um, <laughs> okay. And, and even like like basketball-wise, what is this going to provide you that you didn't already have? Okay, now we got Rudy Gobert. Okay, so he's going to sit there in the paint. We're going to put him in the ball screens. And if we're going to drop, and we're going to give it the mid-range jumper. Um, or if they want a really high ball screen, we're going to give it the pull-up three. And if we run that against Dame or Steph, it's going to be horrible. It's going to be atrocious. It's going to be a 60-point game. And if you send two, then he's not going to be able to deal with the blitzer because he's not super mobile. I mean, not the blitzer. He's not going to be able to do with the roll man. And then it's a kick out again. And Cat isn't super switchable. So, like, and on offense, it might be great. And on defense, it might be great sometimes. But, like, any smart NBA team, I came up with, like, eight ways to beat your team, and I'm just some guy. Some extremely talented extremely good basketball player guy but i'm just a guy and i thought of like eight ways to beat your scheme in like two minutes and maybe i'm st- maybe i'm dumb menace maybe i'm really dumb but like i don't see this going anywhere and that's why i think it's the worst move of the offseason okay like and okay. you and you now, okay no no, no, no hold on, i got a little bit more you sacrificed your whole future for this your whole future for first round okay maybe not your whole future i'm exaggerating no, nah, but you sacrificed a lot to get this guy who's going to be pushing 30 um, and might not be that good in a couple years on this huge contract. So I just don't think it's the best idea. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You know, you know, I kind of get, I kind of see where the Timberwolves are going with this because if I were them right now, I would be desperate because I have a rising star in Anthony Edwards. Um, Kat is... Still doing well, um, at least offensively. I would do anything to get my team as close to a chip as possible. And I know this isn't going to put them really in the top like contenders, like with the Warriors, the Grizzlies, the Mavs in the West. But you know, it's going to put them. It's it'll put them up there, and they're definitely better than they were last year. I agree with this acquisition, I and I know like I know like they. They gave up a lot of picks, and that's a lot of their future. You know, the the players that they gave up, it wasn't really that big of a deal, except for maybe, like, Jared Vanderbilt. But, yeah, I know. It's just it's just the the first-round picks that they... The four first-round picks that they gave up was a lot. But, you know, yeah, I just... I see where, they, I see where they're coming from. And they definitely got better with this trade, so... I understand wanting to be an immediate contender, especially like you kind of have you're working with a short window here, where everybody's going to be on the same team and on the same page about winning a championship. Rudy Gobert's still in his prime, ish. No, and I agree with you on this. I think they're going to be a really good team in the regular season. I just like I can see like 800 ways of like them being schemed out of whatever they have to do, and Rudy Gobert's going to be played off the floor again. Like unless you trade for like Drew Holiday. And DeJounte Murray and Marcus Smart at the deadline, which I'm going to be honest, Ennis, I don't think is going to happen. Um, like, you don't have enough perimeter guys to, like, Jade McDaniels is good. Well, let's take a quick look at the Timberwolves roster. Maybe I'm just being dumb. Like, maybe I don't understand ball. Like, maybe in, in the offseason, I've forgotten how basketball works. Minnesota Timberwolves, 
roster. So we got Kyle. Oh, we they have Kyle Anderson. Kyle Anderson. Oh I shoot! Totally my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. You know what? This isn't as bad as. Oh. I yeah. Yeah. No. That. I'm so everything. dumb, bro. That I gotta actually, take bro, back everything, everything I said. Hold on. This actually changes I'm not even so much. Joking. That's crazy. Okay. This isn't making them like better than like the Warriors, but like, or like the Grizzlies, but like, I totally forgot Kyle Anderson signed with the Timberwolves. My brain just broke on that one. I'm so sorry, y'all. I said so many dumb things that don't make any sense now. Like, so many things. None of it applies. Now I was reading to LSU? Wow, I didn't know that. Anyway, um, Kyle Anderson, <laughs> former Bruin. Um, Kyle Anderson does kind of everything that I was talking about. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm so stupid. Okay, listen. If you put out a lineup of... D'Angelo Russell, what's his name? The 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 Michael Jordan, uh, Anthony Edwards, um, Kyle Anderson, Jade McDaniel's, and I forgot about Cat. Okay, let me do it again. D'Angelo no, Russell. No. Yeah, it's D'Lo, Anthony Edwards, Rudy, Cat, Kyle Anderson. That's your yeah, starting there five. Yeah, there and you go. There you go. And you got Jordan McLaughlin, Torian Prince, Austin Rivers, Jordan McLaughlin. Hold on, Jordan McLaughlin is a very capable backup point guard, and I want everybody on the podcast to know that. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, him, Jay McDaniel's, Austin Rivers, Nas Reed, Torian Prince, Eric Paschal. Wendell Moore, uh, Wendell Moore Jr. I like a lot too, out of Duke. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a first round pick, and then he I got mean, traded. Bro, yeah. like they're up there in the West, top five, I would say. Uh, two to five, two to five. Yeah, they're still. I mean, they're. Yeah, that's that's just what I was saying. Like, they got way they got way better, even though they had to give up a lot of draft picks. This probably was not the the move that they should have made, but at least they got I, okay better. You know, I'm gonna at least they got let better. me let me let me reclarify. I still don't like the move, but this team, I know, like it may not seem like Kyle Anderson changes a lot. But a switchable three-ish and D guy can change a lot for your team that can do stuff like off the like if Kyle That's Anderson saying, is a bro. secondary creator in like in a broken play, um, like he can do a lot. Um like if you put him in ball screens with D'Angelo Russell, um ooh, Spain pick and rolls with Cat Kyle Anderson, D'Angelo Russell. Ooh. Anyway. Bro, how did Kyle Anderson really change everything, dude? <laughs> it's just like I mean one like roster guy yeah. it's just like it's changing Dude. my whole perspective in NBA yeah franchise. no that's crazy. true though cause 3 and D players like I said and I said in the last episode 3 and D players are so valuable nowadays they, he's, they got him they for really so changed. cheap yeah. 8 million dollars that's cuckoo I bro remember bro we talked about this man we talked about this Kyle bro, Anderson um, okay was a great signing he still doesn't shoot as well from three as I want him to, but that's besides the point. Um, yeah. He's still a respectable enough floor spacer where he's going to make shots when you need them. Okay, yeah, this changes a lot. And Anthony Edwards, uh, we might talk about next week in players that are taking the leap. Yeah, I like this. Two to five. Still out in the second round. That doesn't change my opinion. They're still out in the second round. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm, not, um, I'm not even going to say my worst Austin move because I don't really have one. You don't have there one? There weren't really a lot of big Austin moves. So yeah, this year was actually relatively quiet in terms of big offseason moves for the NBA. Yeah, I mean, like we had some, we had some stuff, like, but 
It was really low-key. Was it was kind of an NFL offseason in terms of like not like not like in like I mean like in terms of like big players moving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Okay, so now we're gonna talk about the best second-year players going into next year. We're gonna choose seven guys uh, from the last year's draft. Uh, draft class and um, they're basically the players that we're most excited for that we think will have the biggest jump yeah, first gonna... okay so I felt a bit weird about like I want to wait let's clarify something these top mm-hmm. seven picks like you just top top eight picks actually top yeah top eight picks are like so crazy there is so much talent in these top eight picks that like it for real it kind of feels unfair to... So I'm only going to pick two of them out of the top eight. These are the guys I think are going to make the biggest jump um, to next year. Okay. Out of these top eight guys. I'm only going to pick two. Otherwise, I'd probably just pick the whole top eight. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so my first guy is Evan Mobley of the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'm very, mm. very... I th- I think Evan Mobley's going to make an all-defensive team next year. Straight wow, up. okay. Okay. Like, no joke. Like... It's crazy. He's really good. Like, if y'all... There's a... I think there's a YouTube video. Um, it's by, like, some Filipino guy. He runs an NBA YouTube channel. You can find, like, clips of Evan Mobley, like, recovering. Like, after he jumps the first time. But, like, he doesn't even, like, jump a second time. It's like because his arms are so long. It's so crazy. Like, the defensive potential, just off the charts. Off the charts. Like, nutso kabutso. Um, I don't use that term very often, but when I do, that means I'm serious. Okay, not so kabutso is only used for very serious situations. <laughs> Evan Mobley is a is a is a darn good player. He is a darn good player. Obviously, you want the three point shooting get 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 a bit better. Um, I think it will come with time. He's not as refined offensively as you want him to be, but he's so level headed and smart defensively that like it kind of just negates all of that. Um, like even if he just only ever averages like. 12 points a game which I don't think he will because I think he's that good like I'd be fine with that but yeah Evan Mobley is going to be very 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 good defensively and as a passer he's really underrated too I mean y'all, y'all, y'all know the book on Evan Mobley it's a big book we're talking like Deathly Hallows size book here about 800 pages of just basketball goodness <laughs> yeah um, Evan Mobley is going to take a huge 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 sounded like um, that guy Um, huge leap Going to next season. Very high on Evan Mobley. If there's any Cleveland games on ESPN, I don't think there will be. Because um, their arena looks so bad on TV. It's like this yellowish-orange color. Um, <laughs> it like makes the floor look really gross. And their jerseys are really bad this year, too. Um, which is unfortunate. I think they're going to be bad for like the next 10 years. Um, Damn. Did you see the menace? I the the did. new Cavs jerseys? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. bad. They're bad. Low key, if we ever, we should do like a YouTube ranking all jersey videos. Oh yeah, that would be good. But there's so much potential now. Anyways, there is, bro. We just gotta just got tap in, tap in. Yeah, Evan Mobley is my first guy. Who's your first guy, Ennis? All right, um, my first guy. These are two guys that were kind of a little bit under the radar, kind of. Um, the spotlight was kind of taken them from them by the top three guys, you know, Jalen Green, Evan Mobley. Yeah. Uh, or, sorry, not Jalen Green. Why did I say Jalen? Uh, Cade, Evan Mobley, Scotty Barnes. They kind of took the spotlight away from everyone else. But I believe that 
Josh Giddy will have okay. a huge leap next season. And I think a big reason why, two words, Chet Holmgren. Oh, Chet, the Chet Holmgren and Josh Giddy duo will be unbeatable. Unbeatable. Okay. I think it'll, it's going to open up so many more opportunities for Josh. He's going to be getting way more assists, way more points. I don't know about rebounds now. Maybe his rebounds will go down a little bit. But I think he's going to take a huge leap scoring-wise too. And then I'm I'm a wait. Did you say your second guy or no? Yeah, I was second guy. Uh, can I talk about Giddy for a second yet? though? No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I like this pick, Ennis. This is a good pick. This is a solid pick. Um, he thank, did get thank. injured. Um, he only played 54 games. Um, uh-huh. but I saw he was working with um, what's his name, Zach Levine's trainer. Um, so hopefully he can learn how to shoot threes. That would be ideal. <laughs> That's kind of the only thing holding him back from like having a very complete. And like well refined offensive package. Pause. Hey yo. Hey yo. Chill, chill, chill. This is live recording. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he is a okay free throw shooter, and free throw shooters are usually my big indicator of like whether this guy's going to be a good shooter or not. Um, if you're not, I think if you're 75 plus, there's a good chance you're you're going to be an okay shooter. Um, he's at 70. percent He doesn't even have to be an okay shooter because you have so many guys on this team now. Like they just have like prospects on prospects on prospects. Um, there's another guy on my list that we're going to be talking about later. Um, that's on the Thunder, who's going to be a, who might be really good. And you have Shea. Shea is a oh yeah, like Shea is a. If you are a like a national basketball watcher only, like I'm only going to watch what's on ESPN, like type thing. And I am like most people are that, and like we are, we definitely fall into that sometimes. And like if you don't know who Shea Gilgis, Shea Jesus, bro, his name is so hard. <laughs> Shea Gilgis Alexander is. Just like watch watch some highlights on YouTube. The way Shea gets to the rim is like crazy. His change of pace is insane. Bro, he like the way he moves is like he's like what's it called? And he'll do like a super simple move. He'll do like a like a tween cross and like a small hezzy. And like he'll just like change pace five times while driving at the rim and then him with the Euro step. Great player. Great player, man. This is not about Shea though. Oh, this is about Josh Giddy. Good pick, Ennis. Uh, very great passer. Josh Giddy passes, bro. Really get the oh, yeah. really He's get the insane. heart pumping. His IQ is just crazy. He's not from bro, America. Did that's you why. Know... <laughs> did you know that Kai Jones shoots fifty percent from three? <laughs> On how many attempts? I think he's only shot. No, about, you're lying, uh, bro. You're 15 lying. threes. Has he shot? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay, bro. Imagine if he shot like one. If he shot two and he made one. <laughs> oh, Kai Jones on the Knicks now. Yeah. He got traded yeah, in that weird is. draft day thing. I forgot about that. How many did he take? Greg Brown. Oh, no. Isaiah Livers is shooting 42% from three. No way. No way, bro. He actually shot two. He only shot two. And he made one. Wait, what? That's actually? so funny. Oh, my God, oh, bro. My. <laughs> That's wild. He shot bro. two threes and he made one of them. Fifty percent shooting. That's bro. The the potential is crazy. For oh real. Goodness. Did Did you know that Sandro? Did you know that Sandro Mamukelash V <laughs> shot forty two percent from three? I did know this, Ennis. I did know this. Oh. Potential Hall of Fame um, player right there. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. The ceiling for is real, insane. For real. All right. Let me let me reveal my, reveal my second player. I didn't go with my second player yet. All right, all right, fine, fine, fine. 
I was just talking about Shay and like how he gets to the rim. <laughs> um, my, <laughs> my second player is going to be Moses Moody of the Golden State Oof. Warriors. Listen, I'm very up and down on Moses That's Moody. That's a bad pick. That's a bad, a bad pick. pick. It's a bad pick. It's well, you haven't even heard my reasoning yet. You haven't right, even right, heard go. the logical explanation I'm about to give out here. Listen, y'all. Clay Thompson presumably taking a step back in terms of on-ball creation next year, and with Draymond Green being able to uh, not shoot threes, I think Steve Kerr is going to stick out a lot more lineups with Moses Moody, with Jonathan Kaminga, with all this young talent that they've acquired. Hopefully, James Wiseman learns how to play basketball sometime soon. This is, I think, next year. Is I still think they're very much a contender next year, the Warriors, um, just for reference. But I think that we're going to see a lot more young players play and a lot more resting of the older of the older generation of Warriors players. Just for the sake of you don't want any injuries happening in the playoffs. We're going to see a lot more of those three guys that I mentioned. And I think a lot of that is going to go on to Moses Moody. Um, they had a lot going into him in the draft. They used him with the 14th pick. Yeah. yeah. he's It's still very raw in terms of basketball IQ. Um, he barely played last year. Um, he averaged 11 minutes a game. And, like, and it wasn't always great. There's a lot of simple reads that he misses. Pick and rolls are not super there for him yet. But as a shooter, he's already made significant strides. Um, there's nothing super wrong with his form or anything like that. And he's big. Like, he's a big physical wing, um, which is the prototype of guys you want in the NBA right now. And he can he can basically, if he puts in the work, there's no reason this guy can't be an all-star player in this. Like, he has all the tools. He's in one of the best I mean, systems in the league. The best play, one of the best player. De- they, they they turned NS. They turned Draymond Green into a Hall of Famer. That's a crazy hey, developmental system. Hey, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that, though? I'm just saying, Draymond if you Green saw is a this, very good player. I'm just saying, if you saw this dude come out of Michigan <laughs> State, but like a linebacker, you wouldn't think he'd be playing point guard for the Warriors. Is all I'm saying. You know, I think Moses Moody is going to take a big leap next year. And I mean, dude, like you cannot be that bad of a shooter as Steph Curry's on your team. Like, if you're just sitting around at warm-ups, at shoot-arounds, like, if you're there after practice, ask him, hey, Steph, why are you so great? He'll probably answer. <laughs> he seems like a nice guy. Like, like, and, I mean, that's probably all that it takes. I mean, I don't know. I'm not an NBA player. Like I said, I'm just some guy. Um, guy with a podcast, so it gives me validation. But, yeah, I'm expecting a lot out of Moses Moody. Um, I don't love his handle, though. His handle is really concerning. Bigger guys tend to take a lot longer to develop their handle, um, especially since how tall is he? Is he 6'7 or 6'8? He's 6'6. Six, six. He... Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> he is a 78% free throw shooter, though. Like I said, NS. And he shot 36% from three on super limited attempts. Like, this is an uber small sample size here. So, yeah, we're not working with a lot here. Even though it is, like, it's more than, like, some other guys, unless he took 110. That's still not, like, I don't really see that like i think next year he could take like 250 and it might go down a lot in percentage but 70 70 78 from the line is promising big physical wing super long arms very stretchy yeah a lot of potential for moses moody all right listen here bud listen here bud is crazy oh no <laughs> bud is crazy ain't no way ain't no way oh my lord all right, listen here, listen here. Unprecedented. I get what you're saying about about all that Moses Moody talk. All right, but he's okay, not gonna okay, have okay. A ch- he's not gonna have a chance to shine with with um 
all those Warriors veterans there. And I know you said that they're going to be taking a little bit of a step back this season, or you think they're going to be taking a little bit of a step back. That's just the vibe you know, I'm getting. And it's if you're 34 years old, you're okay. going to be playing less basketball is all I'm saying. You know, so, you you know, know what I'm saying? Like, I even, even if they play five minutes less, let's say. Let's say let's play five minutes less per game. Every Warrior star. And that's a lot. But let's say that happens. That's that's, that's like, that's like a whole will, 48 minutes right there. <laughs> Moses Moody will will barely get any chances to shoot the ball. He's he's not he's not a very ball dominant guy. He's he's just not gonna flourish with the talent the Warriors have right now. And like he's a he's a talented player. I get it, but I don't think he's gonna take a huge jump next year. Like I don't think he's in the top two candidate. I don't think he's a top two candidate to take a big a huge jump next year because of the because of the opportunity he has like he he doesn't have many opportunities to score so like with this warriors talkie, team talkie, i'm, talkie, I'm talkie. basing it a lot off of their team of the team that the person's on like if they're i'm not the saying he's like gonna josh average 24 20... josh giddy's josh gonna josh giddy's on... gonna win four games that's what josh giddy's gonna do um <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying Moses Moody's going to go out there and average 35 points a game on like six shots because he's so efficient. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But he's not going to take. I'm saying he's going to make he's... the most. I'm saying he's going to go from 11 minutes a game to 20 minutes a game, and with those 20 minutes, there's a lot more opportunities going to be presented for him. Like when there's that much spit. Like listen, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson are both on the floor. That's an ungodly amount of spacing right there. There's no way you shouldn't be making open threes off of that. And with more playing time, he's going to continue to get more reps, make more open threes. And he doesn't, it's not like he's a bad shooter or anything. It's not like he's Jalen Suggs. Like, he doesn't suck. He's a good player. Like, for all that we know, like, I'm, he's not going to be Michael Jordan. Maybe he is. I don't know. But with 20 to 25 minutes a game is my guess, he's going to do a lot with it. Like, and especially, I've seen this Warriors team pull dudes, like, from nothing and make them into really something here. Like, Jordan Poole should not be as good as he is. Can we agree on that? Mm. Give me... Uh, Gary Payton Jr. should not be as good as he is. Would the Warriors have a way of producing players that may... And it's not like th- that have not, that may look like they have nothing into something. But this is special because it looks like he has serious potential. The same could be applied to Kaminga. There is serious potential with both of these players. They're both uber-physical, uber-athletic players that have kind of providing something to the Warriors they haven't had before. So, yeah. I do think he's going to take a leap, Ennis. I do. All right. All right, now time for my second my second player. Is he also a bum that's going to win two games? That wouldn't surprise me. Stop it. That's no, he's type not. Pick. He goes by the name of Herbert Jones. That's good. Okay, that's valid. That's valid. Okay. <laughs> I can't. I can't say anything about that. I knew you were going to say that's valid, bro, because you love that man. Love Herbert. But Herbert love Jones. Herbert, Herbert Jones, Jones is going to have a full wild. season with CJ McCollum, Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram. He's he's going to take a, a step up this year in production. He's going to score more. He's definitely because last year they didn't, no one really knew about. No one really knew who he was, to be honest. Like in the first half of the season, but I don't he kind know of made a name for that. himself. He kind of made a name. He was a second round pick. Like, come on, bro. No he's one, the no best really. screen navigator in the league. I've never seen somebody get around screen. <laughs> 
over, under, right. hedging, blitzing. Oh my goodness. Anyway, keep talking about yeah. this. Yeah, so like you were saying about his defense, like his offense isn't the only thing that's going to take a step up. Even though his defense is elite, I think his defense could be improved a little bit. You know? You think, um, you think Herb Jones' defense could be improved a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. You mean, you, you mean I've, not the I've other? I've awoken the beast. <laughs> you mean, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You mean not Herb his Jones offense? Could not, not like improve. his ball handling capabilities or the fact that he's a low shooter in terms yeah, of no, ball. Yeah, no, I'm saying he's, he's gonna he's gonna produce more on offense. Like Ennis is, he, Ennis is crazy. He's gonna get way better on offense next year. I'm calling it right now. Ennis has lost his mind. We might have to cancel the show, y'all. He's a Herb Jones. No, somehow, somehow he's he's picked Herb Jones on offense. But he's also Herb Jones' hater on defense. This man puzzles I'm me every hate, single bro, day. Bro, everyone has room for improvement on defense. I don't have to say he's the perfect defender for me not to be a hater. Not saying he's the perfect defender, but I'm already saying him and Evan Mobley I'm saying are two needs, examples of kids. Like maybe he needs a little improvement. That's fine. Like, like, like in, in what way though? Like in like, like in what way though? Like in what way? Talk to me. In what on, way? On ball defense. On ball defense. You you mean yeah. the dude that like clamped Dejounte Murray all of the playing game? Like that dude on ball defense, or like, are we talking about some other dude? Nah, I'm talking about that like, dude. Like, like on ball possession shot one for nine with Herb Jones on him. That dude, like Dejounte Murray, one of the premier scorers, all star in the NBA. That dude, or like, not that dude. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Herb Jones oh, is a my. dog. If you did an X-ray right. of Herb Jones, you could see he got that dog in him. <laughs> he needs to get better on oh offense, though. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness gracious. Apparently, we've got a Herb Jones fanboy in here. It's okay, though. That's crazy. I'm just a supporter of the cause because he got that dog in him. You don't think he can uh, improve a little? Everybody on can defense? improve a little. Not on defense. That's what I'm saying. Not on defense, bro. <laughs> on offense, there's a lot of work to be done. Yeah, yeah, on definitely. De- Everyone, everyone has work to do. His closeouts are phenomenal, well. NS. They're phenomenal. They are. I've never seen I somebody admit, close out the way are. Herb Jones does. I gotta admit, he's pretty special on defense. He's not yeah, close. You know what is? Pre- you know what's also pretty special? What? The fact that my computer was at a hundred percent before it started. And guess, guess what? Guess what? Guess what's at now? What do you have? Ninety percent, bro. You know how? You That's know how magical fantastic. that is. Bro, that is you know great. How, you know how insane, you know how impeccable that is for a impeccable. MacBook wow. Pro or MacBook Air? Like, bro, let me just, let me just let you guys know. Fast. My last, uh, my last computer was a MacBook Air too. I just got a new one, but my last computer was a MacBook Air. And no joke, we would start recording for like 10, 20 minutes. It was at 100% before and it died. It would die every time, about halfway into our recording. So then I started bringing the charger up with me because literally if I, un- if I take the plug off for maybe like two seconds, boom, dies already. I'm like, damn, bro, like keep, keep the battery for a little bit. It just, I just want to share how magical that was to, for this laptop to be at 90% right now. After it's great stuff. After an hour and 13 minutes of recording, that's crazy. It's great stuff. Yeah, we love to see it. We love to see the Hoop Talk podcast getting better and better for the sake of the people. 
for real, bro. We're, we're, we're upgrading everything. Like my my yeah. laptop, our recording software, our bro. editing, our publishing. We're hey, up. New things just, are coming, guys. Just wait, just wait, y'all. Just wait. New things, new things, and big things are coming soon. Spons, can't wait to show you guys. Pause. Heavy, heavy, we can't heavy wait. Pause. Oh, hey, come Lord. on. Man. Not even. It's a whole like, <laughs> bro. Drop an anvil. Pause. Jesus. Like, let me get the let me get the TV remote. Pause. Anyway, bro. We get, let's, okay. Let's get to this third player here. Let's get to wait, this third player. Third. I thought we only had two. Yeah, I'm on my third. You you just did your oh, second. Okay. Wait, I thought I'm I wrong. Thought we're only doing two though. I was just doing two in the top eight. Oh, but okay. But how many players in total? Let's do two more then. Two more. Let's do. Let's do four, Ennis. Soon, bro. Come on. Ennis. 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 Do you want to blow up or do you want to blow up? Pause, pause, pause. <laughs> uh, in, in Minecraft, in Minecraft, play- in Minecraft. In Minecraft. An extra player is not going to make us blow up, man. Come on. You tell me, listen, what if this one dude is a huge fan of this one player that he knows and the algorithm, the, the algorithm gets pushed to this dude because we mentioned his favorite player? If there's more content, more stuff's going to be pushed to everybody else. That's just one guy, though. That's just one guy, but if that one guy has homies, he's like, hey, you really like Keon Johnson, too, man? That's crazy. I'm not going to talk about Keon Johnson. Um, <laughs> but, like, I'm just saying. All right, one more guy. One, okay, one more guy. One more guy. One more guy. All right. Oh, that's hard, bro. I got so many people I want to pick. Ooh, bro, I can do this for, like, an hour. Okay, I got, I got somebody. Okay. Okay, um, for my third player, I got guard out of, what school did he go to? Hold up. Guard out of VCU. Where is VCU, dog? What? VCU? Brother, what school is that? VCU? Ennis, you know what VCU is? Uh, Ennis, I'm lost. Virtual Currency University? V- Bro, I literally said, I clicked VCU and it still wouldn't tell me. Like, what school this is. What is VCU? I gotta find out. Hold Virtual on. Currency University, bro. Oh, my God. Bro, he went to Virginia Commonwealth University. That's wild. Okay. Anyways. A lot of you are probably Bowen's lost Island. at this point. You probably were. Oh, that's you already saw. Okay. <laughs> yeah. My guard out of Virginia Commonwealth University plays for the Denver Nuggets at guard Busy Bone Highland. Bones Highland, I messed it up. My intro that was so crazy, and I messed it up. Wow. Come anyway, on, dude. Um, listen, with Monte Morris gone, Bones Highland will be taking the starting position on this team. And let me tell you, Bones is a hooper. He's a hooper. I've seen him. Like he did. I saw him working out the other day. What's it called? I sent post a workout video. He hit three hezies in the workout, like back to back to back. <laughs> Outrageous behavior. That is outrageous. Anyway, Bones is a capable passer, shot creator, three-point shooter, and is going to benefit immensely from his second year of experience in this Nuggets system, also known as the Jokic system. He's a really good three-point shooter, man. I've seen, like, if y'all, like, he's, is, listen, listen, listen. I'm not really getting anywhere right now. Bones Holland is a hooper, and that's all I got to say. All right. Well said, well said. Let's see. I mean, I'm going to go for my third player. Why not go with the first overall pick, Cade Cunningham? Okay. Now, I know I know he 
he already had a huge year last year. So it can't, I mean, it seems like he can't really make much improvement next year. But I think Cade Cunningham's going to have, he's going to have like a kind of Anthony Edwards-esque second year. Okay. And he kind of, he's kind of in the same situation with Anthony Edwards, except he doesn't have uh, a guy like Cat. But Cade is the guy in Detroit. He's the guy. Basically the only guy in Detroit. Cade is a hooper. Yeah, I think I think Cade's gonna make an even bigger jump next year. He's gonna kind of he's gonna be up there with Anthony Edwards by the end of the year. That's my prediction. I think Cade's gonna have a big year. I think I think the jump shot will only improve. I think the fact that he was coming off an injury for the first like month of his season really slowed him down in terms of overall production. And he's just gonna have more dudes that are gonna make shots this year. It's kind of as simple as that. Yeah. Like, the 5.5 assists is not really representative of how good of a playmaker he is. He's not uber-athletic, and I still think there are some questions about, like, I know every, I don't think, a lot, a lot of Pistons fans don't like him when I, when people say this, but he doesn't really have a go-to thing yet in terms of, like, what he's going to go to, five seconds left on the shot clock, whether he's going to get to the rim, is there a spin move, is there a pull-up J? I don't really know what that is yet, but that, that's going to come with time as you work on your craft. Kate is a hooper. That's um, Cade. Cade is good. His overall stats do not represent how good his rookie season was. Um, with the supporting cast he had, it was super impressive what he did. And they really benched him at the end of the season because he was winning too many games. Um, so that's all you really need to know. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and, good and he got some. He got some more weapons around him this year. Like he got Jaden Ivey. He got a veteran and Kemba Walker to mentor him. He got Jalen Duran. Uh, oh, Kemba Walker's getting bought out. Bro, come on, man. My bad, bro. My bad. I said I should make sure that, <laughs> said to make sure, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got Marvin Bagley, Nerlens Noel, some capable bigs there. Frank Jackson. Uh, oh, except no, he's Marvin on the team Bagley. <laughs> except Marvin he's Bagley isn't really uh I don't know if he's really fully committed yet, but I don't know. Lob threat. Lob threat. Big contract. Um, Big contract lob threat. Corey Joseph is a great wing player. Died Frank Jackson. I'm just kidding. This roster sucks, but you know. Oh my <laughs> god! Yeah, no, he's got some anyway. capable shooters around him. Uh, nothing too crazy, but like you know, it's, a, it's an improvement from last year. I think the roster. Scotty Barnes played 35 minutes a game. Dear Lord, Toronto, y'all are pushing Only? this man to death. 35 Only, old. bro. Anyway, for a for a rookie, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, okay. I'm gonna. That's a, that's a lot for a rookie. I understand how good he was, but that's a lot. Um, yeah, I'm gonna list is. off. Um, like I'm gonna list off honorable mentions that should have made the list, but we don't have enough time because we're pushing like midnight here. I'm gonna list them all from bottom to top. Aaron Wiggins, Sharif Cooper, uh, Isaiah Livers, Io Dosunmu, Miles McBride. We already talked about Herb Jones, Cam Thomas. I want was gonna be my fourth guy. I think Cam Thomas is gonna have a big year. Quentin Grimes, Josh Christopher. Let's see, uh, Trey Mann, Alperen Sengun, and. And Jane, Joshua Primo. Those are my guys. And Franz Wagner. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, everybody knows how good Franz is. Franz is a... And Davion Mitchell. No, he's a bum. Nah. Nah, 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 nah. He's a bum. He's going to be good. Anyway. All right. Let's close it out. Let's close it out. Let's close. Let's, let's, right, let's sign off for tonight.
Let's do it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Hoop Talk. And if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And uh, make sure to follow our social media at Hoop Talk Podcast on all platforms. And uh, make sure to stay tuned because big things are coming. I promise you guys, big things are coming. And uh, we can't wait to share with you guys. So uh, just stay tuned for that. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.